welcome back to another episode of Brothers Banter. With you, as always, is Brother Raphael. And I'm Brother JD. It's good to be with you all today. And today, unlike uh, the other episodes of our regularly scheduled programming, that is to say, not the any miniseries, uh, we, we actually don't have a, a subject to talk about. It's like a teacher going into class with like a, you know, a note card worth of... Of information. Of information. Lesson uh, planning. You know, but instead of, of depriving you all of our wittiness for an, a month, an extra uh, two weeks, we figured we'd just bring you along as we, as we talk, as we chat, as we have this monologue. Uh, brother, it's a dialogue. There are two of us. Oh. I know in your, oh, head, that's right. in your head there's only one voice and I don't count, but I'm here too. No, you do count. Just not as much. Just not as much. Some might say we're going to engage in some banter. And only when you give me olives. 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 Yeah. Do love olives. Uh, That's when you really count. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Not when I bake. Not when I lead prayer. When I give you olives. Because you're the only person I know that counts the olives in the the salad when I'm around. (laughs) Did you grab an olive? When he scurries away from the kitchen. Mouthful. Grinning. Red-handed. No, seriously, red-handed at uh, die number four in them. <laughs> uh, but we also figured we we would talk about some things and and some other things and because we never not have an opinion on things. That's right. And so while it doesn't seem like there's structure, there, I, there's gonna be some structure, I think. So stick around and listen. Cue the intro. Ba-da-da-da-da. That's what we really need to move to. To have, like, our intro, and then the song, and then we get back to it. Oh, the, the song from the 300th anniversary? Oh, there was a man in France. Sorry, I'm quite yes. uh, monotone. No, yes, yes. That's it, that's it. We need to figure out how to do that. That'll be the next stop okay. in, our, in our, uh, our next season, whenever that is. Where's Chris? Is he taking notes? I think we got to episode 20, and we call it a season. Call it a season? Because if you think about it, 20 in by two weeks how was how long we started in october mm-hmm. so yeah i think it'd be a nice uh but we gotta finish on a high note on a high note no please oh. no oh here i thought i was gonna make my musical debut no that's why we don't sing in chapel no hey i lead an awesome hallelujah okay awesome i mean the angels just come down and serve as my background singers that's how awesome it comes. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this was how Brother Rafa was struck by lightning. Why? I, I didn't make fun of God. No. I said the angels. But it was still a lie. <gasps> like that TikTok I sent you today. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, yes. We, <laughs> we do use TikTok. Yes. And that's not a very proud... Uh, no statement, but uh, you know it's a good thing we're having our workshop on addictions. Maybe we can handle this TikTok thing. It's it's bad. It is. It's bad. Uh, and as we quote them at dinner, the, our director just looks at us like, "What are you talking about?" But that yeah. happens a lot. It we, does. We, we do get a that a lot. At this point, we probably speak our own language. We could be speaking English, and uh, everyone else is just looking at us. Yeah, it's hard being us. It's very difficult. Yeah. It's, you know, you know, but, but Jesus never said it was going to be an easy life. 
If it was easy, everybody would do it. That's right. Like being your friend. Well, it is a burden. Oh, it's a heck of a cross to bear. It's a big cross to bear. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, I get some nice food along the way, you know. Well, but you see, at least you recognize my voice. <laughs> Speaking of recognizing your voice, today is uh, Good Shepherd Sunday. It is. I don't know if that's the official title, but that's what I'm going with there. I like it. It works. And I think, actually, one of the major biblical themes uh, in the, med- the, the Founder's Meditations is the Good Shepherd. Yeah. Uh, and he talks about something, I think, that Francis has re- constantly repeated. Ryan Roberts, the Passionist today at 8, eight o'clock mass, uh, was talking about that. We need, in echoing Francis's words, of course, we need to be able to smell like sheep which I don't think you got the memo. It's not meant to be literal. (laughs) So take a shower. Wow. Wow. But in essence, we have to lead by example, right? Mm -hmm. We can't expect people to do things because we tell them to do things, but we have to be on the ground in the midst of of what is going on. There is talking the talk and then there's walking the walk, right? Mm -hmm. We we have to do both. And we do have to do both, yeah. And I know my father many times reminded me that a true leader leads by example, right? Not with words, not with shouting and directions and all these things. And said it's leading by example. Right. And I think we do that often in education. In what I mean by that is that we walk a very tight rope. Because yes, we are the teachers. And yes, we have to impart certain aspects of the curriculum because mm-hmm. we have to meet state standards. We have to disseminate information. Right. But at the same time, I think we have to also realize that we aren't doing the kids any services by having them memorize and regurgitate, right? They need to be able to disseminate the information by themselves. And so how do we do that? And to think critically. And to think critically. And so that's where I think we have to walk a tight rope. I'm not just in front of the podium lecturing Right. And expecting them to. But I'm engaging them, interacting with them, asking them to be the ones to go out and find answers. Uh, I often think, you know, the more powerful teaching moments are not the moments that take place in a classroom. Right. The, the times when you're together with students outside of the defined, you know, classroom period. Yeah. Because um, that's when they seek in I don't know if seek information is the right word but they want to engage in dialogue with me mm-hmm. and often other brothers and other teachers as well um, during that time yeah right and then not only that they see how we as brothers as well as teachers engage with each other right I think that's a lot more impactful sometimes than being able to recite the capital of all 50 states And I think it just goes back to the fact that in the classroom, there is structure. There needs to be structure. But when you're not in the classroom, things are a little more relaxed. Mm -hmm. There's still some structure, obviously. There's an authority. uh, And a responsibility. And responsibility, for sure. But I think the kids are a lot more relaxed if you're chilling in... Like a villain? Yes. Chilling like a villain in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. Watching a, a sports event. Yeah. And there happens to be kids around... 
watching, I don't know, you did a band. Yeah, the pep right? band. You, you rode the bus with them. So I'm sure that there was plenty of good conversation on on your way to and from games. The occasional headache, but that was okay. That's huh. to be expected. Well, yeah, when you have the trombone, the trombone right next to your ear blasting, I'm sure. The kid with the tuba always followed me around. I don't get that. <laughs> oh, brother, this will be off, off the mic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think today's gospel is challenging. I think because we're expected... But it's, I think there's an important oh, hey, distinction. I'm, I'm sorry that the uh, middle of my monologue Thought. got in the way of the beginning of yours. <laughs> <laughs> well... But here's the thing. The gospel talks about the hired hands and the shepherds, right? Mm -hmm. Both would have smelled of sheep, would they not? Well, no, because the hired hand is exactly that. A hired hand. A hired hand. It's got nothing. It has no real connection to the sheep itself. Its connection is to the money that it will get after receiving, after doing that. Where that shepherd, that's his livelihood. Mm. Okay. Right? That's his bread and butter, his everyday everyday uh job. Job. Well lifestyle. Lifestyle, ministry. Mm. Yeah. And I lost what I was gonna say, but thank you. You're welcome. That was a lot more profound than anything I would have said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was able to articulate it, I think, better. Yes, of course. Articulate. That's why I'm here. Considering you like to write me and someone else you know, instead of me instead of someone else and I you I'm sorry that I make mistakes and you do not I, I, you know I don't know how you tolerate my my mistakes brother you make it seem worse than it is if you just admitted from the get-go that you were wrong this wouldn't come back up okay where's the you remember when we were in grade school and when the bell toned you turned the page do turn the page speaking of uh, bell tolling great book Oh, nice. The To Whom the Bell Tolls? Is that the name of the book? I don't know. I don't pretend to know. Do. Yeah, we'll skip that page. Can we get to the good part now? What's the good part? I don't know. Me neither. But we digress. It was, uh, yeah, The Good Shepherd. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to believe we were just having this conversation before we started our podcast today. That it's nearly May, right? That it's we are approaching May and it's going to be spring in Chicago if there ever becomes a spring. If it ever decides to stop being cold. Yeah. I think we're in winter part four right now. <laughs> well, at least the colors are coming back. Yeah. The trees around us are green. Are becoming green. Mm-hmm. And the tulips and tulip trees are in bloom. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about the dogwood. Yeah, those two. It is, it's, it's incredible to think that a year has gone by. 40 weeks to be exact. 40 weeks. We started this in October. Mm-hmm. All right. After spitballing for almost as long, actually. Yeah, it was like it's this been, time last yeah, year. Yeah, started. This, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was this time last year. Started spitballing. But then you were going to abandon me and go to, you know... Napa, California. Well, I stayed in the trenches in Philadelphia. I thought, I thought a lot about uh, you. 
when I was in Napa. What? Oh, that poor sap. Oh, Stuck that in poor Philly. sap. Stuck in Philly as I hang out, hung out poolside. It was, uh, it was my cross to bear, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. October. This is episode 17. Mm-hmm. Not counting the mini-series and all the reflections and different things like that. Right. Yeah. Guys, thank you for being on this uh, on this journey with us. And, and if you've made it this far today, you're a true, true fan. <laughs> I believe what Brother's trying to say is thank you for putting up with us in our banter. And we promise we'll uh, continue to try to provide this banter as, as the year goes on next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, We'll try to expand, continue to grow. Yes. Because I, I don't think we're done yet. No. I don't think we've peaked. No. We will try to get guest hosts on eventually okay. when we when we just uh, decide to take a... A leap. A hiatus. Oh. When brother needs a vacation. A small vacation. Poolside. <laughs> in Napa, California. Well, I, I guess... Uh, <laughs> I guess August we won't. <laughs> um, yeah. Good. We'll move into other things as well. Like at the end of today's episode, we'll introduce a new segment that Brother came up with entitled... Banter Spotlight. Banter Spotlight. In which we will be uh, shouting out a number of ministries, of people, mm-hmm. and of... Uh, Eventually, classes that graduate, uh, all Lasallian, of course, mm-hmm. hence the whole look, brothers. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. well, I guess we should just segue that. Yeah, might as well just uh, move right into right, that. Right now, now. just move right into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, in our first ever uh, banter spotlight. We want to give a shout out to, as soon as my uh, computer here loads, <laughs> do you have yours up, brother? I do. Would you Ooh, like me to start? Yes, because this just blanked on me. So my banter spotlight goes out to San Miguel School of Washington, D.C. So San Miguel was started in the early 2000s. Uh, actually, brother Rafa and I had the privilege of living and working with uh, the, the founding principal, right? Yes, that's right. A certain uh, Francois. Yes, Brother Francis, who hopefully will join us whenever he decides to answer his emails. Whenever he feels like he... Uh, he... We're worthy of his time. That's right. But um, So San Miguel School is... The mission of the school is to change the trajectory of lives and break this cycle of generational poverty through quality education, recognizing that low-income Latino boys were falling behind in the D.C. public schools and failing to graduate from high school. The Brothers of the Christian Schools, that's us. Is that us? Yes. Oh. And St. John's College High School founded San Miguel School in 2002. The founders realized that unless the boys, the students and families had access to a quality education in middle school, their opportunities for future success 
would be severely limited. First established in the basement of an Episcopal church, San Miguel School began its mission in D.C.'s Columbia Heights neighborhood with just six students. And if I remember correctly, there was one or two teachers. There weren't very many, Mm. including brother. Including brother? Brother as a teacher? Or brother as president? Principal? Principal. uh, Yeah, he was principal. They quickly grew out of the basement in less than a decade and relocated to its new location in northwest Washington, D.C. Where they've been ever since? Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. So the Miguel Model School is a smaller school, right? It only serves typically from 6th to 8th grade, Mm -hmm. providing a quality middle school education to lay the foundation of a quality high school education and and so on. Um, And they also have a mentor program, right? Yeah, a partnership program. Usually, um, I know San Miguel School previously, and I believe they still are, I just... I don't know all the details anymore. Uh, was, you don't know? I haven't come to know. Gasps in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, there's a close relationship with uh, St. John's College High School in Washington, D.C. Okay. Um, and it's one of four Miguel model schools in our district, in, in the district of Eastern North America. And I believe one of nine in the country. Does that sound right? That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, San Miguel, keep up the great work. And thank you to all of our Lasallian friends and partners who are involved with that ministry. Mm-hmm. Thank you indeed. So now that my computer is back up and uh, working... On this side of the table, the, La- the LaSallean spotlight goes out to De La Salle High School in Minneapolis. Is that De La Salle on the island? De La Salle on the island, indeed. And in 1898, Archbishop John Ireland broke ground on the Catholic Secondary School in Minneapolis. And he wanted to have the Brothers of the Christian Schools, informally known as the Christian Brothers, come on to Nicolette Island, hence De La Salle on the island, where this school was being built for the immigrant influx that was uh, arriving to the state, or the city rather. And so Archbishop, the Archbishop knew of the Brothers' particular calling to educate the poor and working class in any part of the world in which they worked, And they were a perfect fit for the largely immigrant families that would enroll children at the new school on Nicolette Island. The brothers received Ireland's, Archbishop Ireland's that is, request that their regional headquarters in St. Louis, Missouri, and agreed to send a group of teachers and educators up the the Mississippi River. And more than a century later, Ireland's vision, mirrored by the LaSallean vision of the earliest brothers, Sustains De La Salle High School and its commitment to educate kids from all neighborhoods of the Twin Cities, regardless of background. Some current students are fourth or fifth generation islanders, their family tree now firmly planted in Minnesota soil. So shout out to De La Salle on the island. Shout out to all of our brothers, all of our uh, families and partners who are continuing this great, great ministry there. Mm Mm-hmm. And we hope you keep up the good work. Indeed. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you, brother. This wouldn't be possible without you. Well, see, at least now you're beginning to realize that. 
And I can't think of any other way to end. (laughs) (laughs) So shall we end as we end all things? Live Jesus in our hearts. Forever. Thank you.